Hello and welcome to Murder on Her Mind. I'm Caitlin O'Malley and I'm your host of this podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, how are we all doing? I can't believe we are into our second week of February. Um, it is fucking insane. That's crazy. It scares me how fast time goes now. Um, even though it's like really actually going super slow because we're fucking still in lockdown or kind of. Um, it's actually February 5th today when I'm recording and it's my boyfriend's birthday. So happy birthday, Christopher Myers. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we're actually going on camping and I'm super, super excited for it. I really cannot wait. Um, it is going to be minus 30. Um, which is crazy. We're supposed to get up to 20 centimeters of snow. So yes, we're super ballsy to go and do that. But I think we'll be fine. I got some snow pants. I have my thermals. I have hot water bottles. I have um, these like little heat packs that you put in like your shoes and in on your hands or in your gloves. Um, I have spare hats, spare gloves, uh, spare shoes. I literally have everything you could possibly imagine for us to be um, warm. And then two of our friends are actually gonna be staying in our camper van with us. And again, trying to just be safe with like COVID and everything as well. But yeah, so um, I think we'll be perfect. And then our little camper has a furnace that runs off propane. So we will be, we'll be great. Uh, but I still am a little nervous, just a little nervous. Um, what else can I update you guys on? I'm just like such in a hyper mood today because I just can't wait, I can't wait. It's gonna be so fun. Um, yesterday I had my first like woman's group. So it's essentially a self-esteem, self-confidence group. Um, that's a 12 week course. It's two hours every single Thursday for the next 12 weeks. And I had my first, um, day of that yesterday. It was fantastic and I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, it was just kind of like a warmer up, like just to see how we're going to do and uh, what the whole point of the class is for and uh, it's really great and they give you a questionnaire at the very beginning and just to kind of see like who you are and like what you struggle with and it's just like questions that are like yes I agree with this nope don't agree with this sometimes I have this sometimes I don't like that type of stuff so started that yesterday that went great and then also yesterday um my client had a huge bag of clothes and like her and I have like well I'd say she has like a better sense of fashion than me she listens to this podcast too. Hi, Kate. <laughs> um, and she gave me a huge bag of clothes, which was great. So, um, yeah, just had that going on. Sorry, Chris is just walking by and making me laugh. Um, I, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that went really well. Loved all the clothes. And now I basically have a whole new part of my wardrobe and I love it. I'm so, so happy about it. Um, and then my sister like went reading through the bag after. But uh, oh, for shows that I'm watching, I am watch. I, I just finished watching that um, Surviving Death. Um, they talked about it in My Favorite Murder, or on My Favorite Murder, sorry. And then I thought that I should <laughs> Chris go away. And then I thought that I should. Talk, like, watch it and then I just became obsessed with it it was so so good so in the very first episode they um Kate come on stop you're so annoying 
Um, so the first episode, they talk about people who have survived death. And like, um, if you haven't heard of My Favorite Murder, I'll explain to you just like a little bit. Basically, this woman goes on a kayaking trip or like a rafting trip. And she um, accidentally goes over the edge of this waterfall, essentially. Just to make the story short. And um, as she's going over the waterfall, she hears like all her bones breaking. And, you know, she's slowly trying to like gasp for air. And then she essentially dies. And in the meantime, uh, all the crew that was with her, like the people she was kayaking with, like she was an avid kayaker or rafter sorry and um they're filming this all on their gopro so you can see everything that happens they don't i'm uh, in another thing that i was looking up you can actually watch the gopro pro, ugh, gopro footage and she was submerged into water for like at least 30 minutes which i mean if if that was in another case you're brain dead you're a vegetable like you're like essentially there's nothing you can do even if it's a minute underwater 30 seconds if there's no oxygen going to your brain um so the fact that she was like 30 minutes underwater and had survived it and i think the best part about the story is they don't know where they are because the waterfall that she went over it wasn't part of like um, i guess the trail they were taking and they start walking up this bank and then they walk up the bank and there's two ambulances on the side of the road just like parked i just thought that was so ironic so it goes to that in the first episode and the second episode is about like mediums and then the third episode is um signs from dead people which i thought was really really good and so emotional too uh and then the fourth episode was um people who have seen the dead or like spirits and the best episode i thought of this whole show was the reincarnation episode now i know some people like associate that with like religion but i personally don't i just think it's something that you believe in or you don't just like if you believe in spirits or if you don't believe in spirits i don't think it has anything really to do with religion i do know obviously it's more um popular in asian culture and stuff but i strongly believe in it and after watching this show it's just like just boosted my belief in it so you should definitely check it out it gave me goosebumps it freaked me out but it was so cool it freaked me out in like a wow like it's kind of like solidified like me knowing that it's we're not like the only people that are um on this earth chris stop shaking that ass he's shaking his butt for me um <clears throat> but yeah so i would highly recommend that show it's on netflix and that's one is called surviving death um for podcasts i've honestly haven't been like listening to a whole bunch of different stuff i've just been listening to let's not meet that's been really good driving to work um i was listening to nicole Sachs, um, the cure for chronic pain that was really good i was listening to one about personal boundaries and how we can do it and um, how to like just set like a boundary between you and your parent or you and a coworker, or you and a friend it was really really interesting and the whole concept of pose um so to pause to observe um to i think it was soothe and then to um embrace i'm, I'm gonna be very surprised if that was actually all of them but um when you're feeling in a manic mode of like okay this is just like too much for me that's just something for you to remember when you are struggling with that stuff so uh that was a really good episode and that podcast again is called the cure for chronic pain and then i just listened to my favorite murder and uh trying to do this assignment as well like uh for this course and i find it so hard to stay like once i 
find things a little difficult i find it very very hard to like stay motivated and stay on top of it and like honestly like next week i'm like oh i just want to restart the whole assignment again i feel like i haven't done a good enough job because i feel overwhelmed and i feel like i want to restart it and really and truly i should have had it done this week but i was just like finding it very very hard to just concentrate on it like when i read a sentence i have to reread it and reread it again until it actually sticks in my head and sometimes even still it doesn't stick in my head so if anyone has any good advice for you know staying motivated and staying on track or how you help yourself concentrate um i try not to go my phone i you know i sit in a closed room i have good lighting i have my water bottle i just try a whole bunch of different stuff really to help me concentrate but very easily distracted um, probably doesn't help that my makeup mirror is right in front of me. <laughs> I keep looking at myself and my pimples on my face. <laughs> um, that's probably my biggest distraction. But, which I know is like extremely vain. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to update you guys. Oh my god, I haven't told you guys the news. Uh, I did not get the job that at the school, um, which is fine. Again, like I said, I wasn't um, depending on it. I still have a great job with a great company and great coworkers, so that's fine. Um, I just hope it gets busier. Unfortunately, where I work is right in like a business building. Uh, nobody is working downtown. A lot of people are working from home. Um, so yeah, it kind of sucks right now, but at least I have like my schoolwork to keep me occupied and um, going for walks around downtown Calgary. <laughs> that's literally all i can do um but yeah i thought i should just update you on all of those um for other shows i don't think i was watching anything else and i don't think i have really anything else to update you with uh hopefully i survive this weekend i think i will i think i'll be just dandy but uh anyways i hope you all have a fantastic weekend and um yeah enjoy this episode Okay guys, so for episode 29 today, I am going to be doing the death of Kaylee Marie Anthony. Um, this is quite a triggering story for some people. Um, and I just wanted to like give that a heads up, so just a fair warning for everyone. Um, and I heard about the story actually when it came out in the news. I think it was like, Jesus, ages ago. It was a long time ago anyways. But then one of my friends had messaged me during the week telling me about the case and I was like, oh my god, I had completely forgotten about that. So I thought, you know, I may as well. Um, So it starts off with Kaylee's mum, who is Case Marie Anthony, and she was born March 19th, 1986. Um, She still lives at home with her parents, George and Cindy Anthony, who are the grandparents of Kaylee. And Kaylee was born on August 9th of 2005. So when you read about um, Casey, and again, I'm sorry if this gets confusing for everyone. So Casey is the mother of Kaylee, and then Cindy is the mother of Casey. So Cindy is Casey's, Kaylee's grandparents. <laughs> Too many C's, <laughs> and they all are the same. Um, so she lived at home with her parents and yeah when you're reading about her um and just kind of like who she is as a person um casey had an awful lying problem like just a pathological liar about even just the smallest of things like literally i just make up something on the spot like oh you know 
um is that your car parked outside the house like could you move a place oh no no, that's not my car and when everyone knows like her car like just stuff like that that's like plain and simple or like uh one of the videos i was like watching and the girl's like oh you know did you eat the leftovers in the fridge and she's like no but there's like crumbs all over her face like that kind of way like just can't help herself always has to lie and like that can be quite dangerous too just like that constant pathological liar um and so anyways you know she kind of just lives her life like going through this lie and um you know at, at one stage her parents like planning her this like grab party for like when she finishes like high school and um you know they're trying to figure out like what day that actually is going to be and um you know what time it's going to be at and everything like that and then when they call the school they found out that like she hadn't actually been going to school at all and she had like flunked all of her classes and then she wasn't going to graduate and you know there wasn't much said after that when I was reading about it but it was just I think the parents were somewhat fine with it because then she said she got this really really good job in Universal Studios now again Orlando Florida is like home of like Disneyland Disney World all those places right so it's just theme park central and water park central so she got this really really good job in um, Universal Studios and she seemed super happy about it and really really positive and outgoing about the whole thing and then um as it kind of went on you know her parents were just like you know what as long as she's happy like that's fine like we're we're good with that but um you know then she had like met this guy and they started seeing each other for a long time and um he ended up asking for her hand in marriage and um she felt pregnant and then you know the mum is immediately like okay I know my daughter lies a lot I don't believe it's your kid like she's saying this to her fiance and is like asking for a DNA test and stuff to see but doesn't pre- like doesn't pressure her too much it kind of gets swept under the carpet yada 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 and anyways at one point you know he starts to like see all her lies coming through the surface and it, their relationship is slowly falling apart and it's just not really a good look on her and then he really does start to question like does she sleep around is this my daughter and she gets he gets dna testing done on his daughter oh my dog just came downstairs hi murphy you can hear his little pause oh and he's up on the couch hi do you want to say hello oh look at this do you like it no he keeps he keeps oh okay don't hit my computer off my lap <laughs> everyone's gone out of the house so he is very very um just like attention seeking right now and uh, he's like a little miniature schnauzer and since his best friend bailey died he just wants all the love and attention in the whole wide world that's how i talk to him um so he ends up wanting to get this dna test the dns t- DNA, ugh, the dna test comes back and cindy or this is what i mean kaylee is not his daughter i shouldn't be laughing i'm laughing at myself um which is like really really sad and i can't imagine like you know you always see that um we had a show in Eng- in ireland called jeremy kyle it's an english show which i think is like the equivalent of like is it the jerry springer show or like dr phil where like all these 
freaking crazy people come on the TV and like, yo, you know what? You're not my daughter. Yeah, I know. I know you're not my daughter. And the, the wife's like, you, this is your daughter. Like, what are you talking about? And like all that shit. And they're just like literally fucking, I don't even know, ratchet as fuck. <laughs> um, and it's, I remember I used to like, if I was like pretending to be sick for school, I would love to watch daytime tv so jeremy kyle or like you know again the equivalent dr phil or whatever or jerry spring jerry springer loved watching that shit so i can't imagine how traumatic that was and he ended up um taking back the engagement ring and just calling it all off and that was that so um i think she struggled a, a little bit after that you know kind of went out partying a whole bunch um, was just like leaving her daughter at, at her parents house the whole time again she still lived with her parents her parents still thought she was going to work and you know doing big girl stuff but then she started dating this other guy and they started getting into like party drugs and just all this paraphernalia and drinking and staying up all night and she started actually bringing her daughter kaylee um to this guy's house while they were partying and like having a good time so um from then onwards it was just kind of like okay right whatever and then at one point the mother came over and had seen you know all of this stuff like lying around and it just kind of blew up and their um, relationship kind of went off so she packed up all her stuff from her parents house and the parents still gave her the car their car so the parents had gave her one of their vehicles they had and it was just like a small little five-seater car and uh, she moved in with this guy so anyways weeks and weeks go by almost a month goes by and the mother is as in uh, kaylee's grandmother cindy she is starting to get worried that she hasn't seen her daughter or her granddaughter in weeks and i think it almost gets to a two point two sorry two month uh point and she's like really really starting to get like anxious about this whole thing and every time she calls or every time she tries to um you know reach out or video chat or whatever it was there was always some excuse oh she's with the nanny now let's get on to this nanny so she had convinced her mother cindy that you know oh yeah it's she's with this lady um and i'm trying to find her name here zendia fernandez gonzalez and she called her zanny which i think is not like a term for like xanax i think i think i've heard it in like some like um like rap song (laughs) oh my god i'm such a little (laughs) i'm so stupid i don't know is it i think it is i think zanny means like a xanax (laughs) i don't know um i don't know anything but and she goes on about this nanny and how great this nanny is and that she actually was one of the co one of her co-workers at universal studios and she praised her and uh you know how much her daughter um loved her and you know she would just go on about how like, kaylee like really really loves zani and zani's this and zani's that blah, 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 blah. um so her daughter at the time was only three years old 
And again, you know, Casey's mother was like asking repeatedly during the month to see Kaylee. um, But Casey claimed that she was just busy with a work assignment or again, like she was with the nanny. And that she was on this like work trip too. This is why she was away and that's why she moved in with her boyfriend and all this stuff. Um, At other times she was that Kaylee was just out at the park with her friend. And again, um, she, uh, this is the lady's name of the nanny here. So it is, Zin, I think, Zanida Zani Fernandez, or Zanida Zani, uh, Fernandez Gonzalez. Um, were, they were at the park or at the beach or whatever they were. Um, it was eventually determined that the woman, Zani, um, it didn't even exist. Um, it was just like such like a shock i think once this all kind of came to a close at the end of like the case and investigation or not the end of the case but during the investigation so um so anyways one day casey goes to cash a check and her car is like running low and basically on nothing she's like literally her gas tank is empty and she's just made to the parking lot outside this bank or whatever this place is and she says to herself okay well you know instead of towing it because if i tow it that's just basically my whole paycheck that's gone because she actually wasn't working this whole time so she was running on no money at all she was fired months and months ago from universal studios and she decides you know what i'm just gonna leave my car here and just abandon a perfectly fine vehicle that just has no gas in it so a couple of weeks go by and then these workers at the bank are like okay this car has been parked there for a really really long time like this isn't okay so they call like a towing company and the the car gets towed to a junkyard and when it gets to the junkyard they check the license plate and they call um casey's father who is george anthony and he says oh my god like that's my car like why on earth is it at the junkyard like this is crazy again they they can't really get in contact with casey so they're just like frustrated and they go there so they get the car and they drive it back to their house so George gets Cindy out and he's like, oh, look at the car. The car seat's still in there, but we still haven't heard from Cindy or or, or not Kaylee or Casey. And, um, you know, they're starting to like panic. And anyways, they like look through it and there's like some random stuff in the back of the car. Her car seat's still there. And then they decide to go around to the trunk of the car. This part of the story when I was like reading it, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, they're going to find the girl's body. Like this is going to be insane. So they open it up there's a pizza box with maggots inside of it and they're like okay whatever and then there's a garbage bag and when they open up the back of the truck they or the car they are nearly dead themselves with the smell they said it was the most horrific smell ever it was just diabolical and they just threw this garbage bag in the garbage and that was it and closed it off and they cleaned it whatever so then this is where the mom starts to get annoyed and she calls the police three different times um she calls and she's like you know there's been grand theft auto but my daughter and blah, blah 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 and um you know i i have her here with me and 
um when i opened up the back of the truck or the back of the car um it smelled like there was a dead body in there and it's disgusting and you know i haven't heard from her and i haven't heard from my daughter in a really long time and she's like frantic on the phone and on the police um on the police department and you can actually excuse me if you go onto cnn uh you can actually hear the fo- the i think it was cnn or fox but you can hear the 911 call and like this mom is just pissed like passive aggressive karen like but i mean who wouldn't be who the fuck wouldn't be if you let your daughter take the car and then they just left it in a fucking parking lot for two weeks because it was running low on gas and then it's left it in an impound and you have to go and you have to pay the impound fee and then take it back and there's fucking maggots in the back of it who the fuck wouldn't be a karen i'd be a fucking karen my sister already says i'm a karen thanks mia (laughs) um and yeah it was just so there's a quote here from the 911 called and she's sounding so distraught and cindy says quote there's something wrong i found my daughter's car today and it smells like there's been a dead body in there in the damn car end quote so you can just tell she's like aggravated so when detective yuri milik of the orange county sheriff's department began investigating kaylee's disappearance he found discrepancies in casey's signed statement um when questioned casey said that kaylee had been kidnapped by zanny the nanny zanny the nanny um that's where my brain goes i swear like sometimes when i say stuff like that it's like a squirrel is operating my brain have you guys ever seen spongebob and you know that episode of spongebob when plankton gets in no is his name yeah plankton gets inside spongebob's head and he starts controlling everything spongebob does that's literally what it feels like sometimes plankton is inside my head except like plankton's nice and he's like funny and quirky (laughs) okay moving on um so that she had been kidnapped by Zanny the nanny um whom she also sorry identified as Zanny. Uh, although casey had talked about her Zanny had never even seen casey's family or friends and in fact there was no nanny so uh, when police were investigating this they were like hey you know what we're gonna go to the complex where they live and we're gonna ask for the security footage and look for this person because she gave a very very well descript- um, description of um the nanny and who she was and what apartment she lived at she like literally pointed to the house and everything so then they go into the office and they ask for this the security footage of the last two months never even see casey or um kaylee or this zanny girl like not no one no one at all um and so then they're like kate well <laughs> that's great so then they're like well she did say that she worked at universal studios so let's go and check the records of universal studios the record of employment who worked there no such thing as fucking zanny or if there there was but um just a lady she had heard like she never actually met her had any encounters with her or anything so um they knew this but they decided not to tell casey which i love because i'm like oh I sound like such a psycho when I say this, but there is nothing better than catching someone in a lie. Nothing better. And like, I used to be a little bit of a fibber myself. Not gonna lie. I mean, we all we all tell our little fibs and our little white lies, but it is just 
oh i love it i love it so so much and i love watching people like walk into it as well and i'm like i've got you but um i know that's like so awful but it's just like i'm just i'm so on top of that stuff and i don't forget things so watch out (laughs) um so they go and they're like okay casey right we're gonna give you a chance here let's go to universal studios and let's find sunny casey the crazy bitch that she is is like okay sure even though she hasn't worked there for months i could almost always see a year and she's like right okay that's fine like all confident she walks right in past security and goes into the employee like room or whatever i'm guessing that the police like let them know because they'd already like cracked it that this freaking zanny girl doesn't um (laughs) work there And you can watch the video on YouTube. She gets lost in the fucking universal part of like all the offices and is like stuck in this fucking like maze. And she just turns around to the police and she's like, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> like, it's just so funny to me. And like the police are like, yeah, we know that you fucking stupid lady. Um, and yeah, so then they take her out and they go into further more questioning. You know, like, okay, so if Zion doesn't exist, then where, where the fuck is your daughter? And who is this person you're making up of? Who has been nannying your kid while you've been out partying? Probably no one. This freaking almost three-year-old girl? Like, that's horrible. Um, So they go and they, t- they check that out. Um so casey was first arrested then on july 16th of 2008 and she was charged the following day with false statements of law to law law enforcement and then child neglect and obstruction of criminal investigation the judge the judge denied bail saying that casey had shown quote woeful disregard for the welfare of her child end quote on July twenty second of two thousand and eight, after a bond hearing, the judge bail, the judge set a bail at five hundred thousand dollars on August twenty first of two thousand and eight. After one month of incarceration, and she was released from Orange County on in uh, from the jail, um, after her five hundred thousand bond was posted by um, a nephew of California bail bondsman Leonardo Padilla, in hope she would. Uh, uh, cooperate cooperate with Kaylee and the, Kaylee will be found sorry so then August 11th 12th and 13th 2008 meter reader Roy uh, Kronk um, can I actually let's just rewind here really quick because I wanted to mention something as well that I had seen so basically she gets put in jail the mom keeps going in to visit her and is saying like okay you know if they ask me to identify her which one is it like i've never even met her before i want to try and help you out a little bit and freaking casey's just like uh yeah she looks like this this and this but then later on the police put like pictures in front of her to and like one of the pictures of the girl who is named by this um lady is saying that yeah sorry zendania fernandez gonzalez like they actually find a lady who's called that and she matches the description so obviously this is someone who she had met like probably in just some passing and just thought you know i'll fucking use that name um so she 
she goes and she can't even identify her. She has no idea what this lady looks like from these pictures. And the police are like, okay, this fucking lady is just bullshitting her way through life. And the mom is like wanting to help her out. And she's just trying to almost like cover up for her daughter a little bit, which I find is kind of weird because at the beginning she was very, very hostile. and like, nope, I'm fucking throwing you in the box. And that's that. So um, I just like wanted to like go back and like mention that because I thought that was kind of important and like how like, the mom is kind of going about this. And it must have been so hard because I know the dad was absolutely like, no, my daughter is crazy. My daughter Casey's crazy and she's really fucked up here. So again, I'll go back here. On August 11th, 12th and 13th, 2008, meter reader Roy Cronk called the police about a suspicious object found in the forest area near the Anthony residence. Um, and police thought, like, okay, this lady, if she's this fucking lax about, you know, having the daughter's body in the back of the car and then leaving the car abandoned in the parking lot, then the body is probably going to be close to the home. And they were right. She wasn't quite a close distance from the house. Um, in the first instance, he was directed to the sheriff's office to call the trip line, the tip line, sorry, which he did, receiving a no return call. On the second uh, insistence, he called uh, the sheriff's office. Eventually, he was met by two police officers and reported them, reported them that he had seen what to appear to be a skull or and a grey bag. On that occasion, the officer conducted a short search and stated he did not see anything. On December on December eleventh, two thousand and eight, uh, Kronk called the police one more time. They searched and found the remains of a child in a trash bag. Uh, investigative teams recovered the duct tape, which was um, hanging from the hair attached to the skull, and some tissue left on the skull. Over the next four days, more bones were found in the wooded area near the spot where the remains initially had been discovered. On December 19, 2008, uh, med- medical examiner Jan Gravagilia confirmed that the remains found were those of casey anthony um the death was ruled a homicide and the cause of death was listed as undetermined so um casey was offered a limited immunity deal on july 29th 2008 and prosecutors rela- related to f- the quote false statements given to enforcement about location of the child which was renewed on august 25th to expire of august 28th and she did not take it. On September 5th, of 2008, she was released again on bail, um, pending charges after being fitted with the electronic tracking device. Her 500,000 bond was posted by her parents, Cindy and George Anthony, who signed the prom- promissory note for the bond. On October, this is what I was saying, but the parents were kind of like helping her out. Not the parents, the mother, I should say. Um, on October 14th, 2008, Casey Anthony was in in dice sorry in dick is it oh god i don't know what that word said it was in, i think it's indicted but i feel like i'm saying that wrong okay moving on <laughs> by grand jury charges uh on the first degree murder aggravated child abuse aggravated manslaughter of a child and four counts providing false information to police she was later arrested judge john jordan ordered that she be held without bond on october 21st 2008 the charges of the child neglect were dropped against casey according to the state attorney oh my god i have hiccups okay i'm fine now why would i get hiccups in the middle of a podcast i swear that's like never happened to people before 
um, office because quote the evidence proved the child was deceased the state uh sought the in in indictment oh my god why can't i say that word <laughs> i should have looked that up before i fucking put that in my notes um the legally appropriate charges on october 28 anthony was um arranged and pleaded to guilty not guilty on all charges on april 13 2009 prosecutors announced that they had planned to seek the death penalty in the case so this was like really frustrating i think for people because you know how on earth did she get off this like clearly it was her there's not really a lot for not putting her in jail like really there's shit ton of evidence so 400 pieces of evidence were presented a strand of hair was recovered from the trunk of casey's car which was microscopically similar to the hair taken from kaylee's hairbrush the strand showed quote quote root banding um in which the hair roots of the dark bond after death uh, which was consistent with the hair of a dead body Kronk who discovered the remains repeated the same basic story that he had told police on Friday October 24th 2008 a forensic report by Vass in the Oak Ridge National Laboratory judged the results from an air sampling procedure called LIBS performed by the trunk of Casey Anthony's car showed chemical compounds quote consistent with the decompositional event uh based on the presence of the key chemical compounds found in 400 possible chemical compounds that thus research group considers a typical decomposition investigators state that the trunk smelled strongly of human decomposition but human decomposition was not specified on the laboratory scale the process has not been affirmed by uh durant tests in the courts Vast groups also stated that the chloroform and there was chloroform in the trunk. Now, that was a really interesting part of the story when they found chloroform in the trunk. And I kind of love this because they go into the house and they take the computer and of course they look up on um, the computer to see in the search history who has been looking up chloroform. So then they go and Cindy says oh no that was me i was looking up chlorophyll 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 (laughs) she says i was doing that because the kids the dogs kept eating not the kids the dogs kept eating the bamboo in the backyard and she wanted to make sure it wasn't poisonous but then when they go into further reinvestigate on the date and the time that was searched that neither one of the parents were in the house and it was in fact casey who had searched up that how to make chloroform um so anyways they move on and they they go on to like the witness testimony and people were trying to you know stand up for her and say yeah no she she wasn't there and um it kind of all basically the whole um thing kind of backfired on her and she ended up having to go back to jail again so on july 5th of 2011 the jury found casey um not guilt not guilty on three different counts regarding the first degree murder aggravated manslaughter of a child and aggravated child abuse while finding her guilty on counts through seven for providing false information to law enforcement so they get her another way to put her in jail but because there wasn't quote enough evidence and i'm being super sarcastic when i say that they put her in jail for false information to law enforcement 
Um, so on July 7, 2011, sentencing arguments were had. The defense asked for sentencing to be based on the court lying on the grounds that the offenses occurred in part of the single interview with the police dealing with the same matter, the disappearance of her daughter as one of the continuous lies. Uh, the defense also argued the con- uh, concurrent sentences that is all for four counts to become the qu- count of the sentence run together. The judge just disagreed with the defense arguments, finding Anthony's statements considered, quote, um, for distinct separate lies and ordered the sentences to be served consecutively. Nothing that, quote, law enforcement ex- um, spending a great deal of time energy and manpower looking for kaylee marie anthony this search went on from july through december over several months trying to find kaylee anthony uh, judge perry sentenced casey to one year in county jail and a one thousand dollar fine for each of the four counts providing the false information to law enforcement officer the maximum penalty prescribed by law she received 1043 days credit um, for the time served, plus additional credit for good behavior, resulting in her release into July 17th of 2011. On September 2011, Perry, complying with a Florida statute requiring judges to assess the investigate and prosecution's costs, re- requested a state agency rule that Casey Anthony must pay uh, $217,000 um, to the state of Florida. Um, he ruled that she had paid those costs directly related to lying to law enforcement about the death of Kaylee, including search costs only of September, September 30th of 2008. When the sheriff's office um, stopped investigating the missing child case, in urging arguments, Mason had called the prosecutor's attempts to the exact larger sum of, uh, quote, sour grapes because the prosecution lost its case. He told reporters that Anthony is indigent uh, on, on january 2013 a florida uh, appeals court reduced her conviction from four counts to two counts her attorney had argued that the false statements consisted um, of a single offense however the appeals uh, court noted the false information during the separate police of several um several hours apart and i just think like this was really like she didn't you know get what she deserved i don't think you know it, it wasn't like an awful lot um and again like moving on to like how tough this was and like the whole family um and like how she really kind of created the divide between the mom and the dad because the mom like really wanted to protect her and the dad was like no she deserves to be in jail she deserves to get what she deserves what i just said um and when i was reading like a whole bunch of like other stuff like this casey chick is like trying to create i just want to find you um the the article on where she is talking about wanting to start up her own um i think it's like sort of like a firm hold on i want to look it up here really quick for you guys um but it's just like so so crazy to me oh yeah casey anthony is starting an investigation firm in florida um for like you know people who are i believe it was like wrongly convicted and stuff and it's just like so so funny to me it's probably gonna start playing now because i accidentally clicked it um but yeah so that is the story of casey anthony and her two-year-old daughter that she murdered kaylee 
Anthony. Um, and it's an awful story. But if you want to find more, there is actually a documentary that you can watch. Um, so check that out. But anyways, guys, I'm peacing out here. Gonna enjoy my weekend. Can't wait. I hope I survive it. It's gonna be a chilly willy weekend. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Stay safe out there and uh, stay healthy. Bye-bye.